Hello there, you are listening to the Park Rush podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom, with me as ever is Josh. Hi there, Tom. Hello, how are you? Very good, thank you. Feeling liberated with your own personal microphone? I am, yeah. First time in Park Rush history. There are two microphones running at the same time. We're getting there. We are getting there. We're hoping it improves audio quality. If you listened last week, I think we mentioned it while on air, but you might have heard some sort of banging and crashing yeah i think as we also I th- we did mention it on there because we did explain the fact that it was because you were having a roller coaster bit yes outside how's that looking it's come along it's come along oh yeah it is yeah it looks it looks pretty good actually it'll probably right. be done before i mean this is the real london resort i guess yes in kent indeed welcome back if you're a returning listener welcome along if you are a new listener and if you are a new listener please do uh scurry back through our last couple of episodes that we've been doing this week there's been a bit of an info dump on what is, I would suggest, the biggest sort of theme park construction project on yep. the horizon, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So we're just going to spend today's show really talking about that. Before we crack on, though, Josh, uh, I did want to mention that this is the first episode we've recorded since uh, Stan Lee sadly passed away. It's true. Uh, hit me harder than I thought, I must admit. I sort of, when the news broke, I was like, oh. And then the more I thought about it, I got, I, was, I got quite sad. Have they already recorded his cameo in Infinity War Part 2? I believe so. I, I've There seems to be sort of substantial reports that he has at least done The Avengers and Spider-Man. Presumably right. Captain Marvel as he's, well. Because he's in Into the Spider-Verse as well, I believe. I think that's I think that's correct. Which looks really cool. It does look cool. So, uh, yeah, it won't be the last time we see him on the big screen, even though he has sadly passed away. Of course, a big influence on theme parks. Absolutely. Um, Marvel Superhero Island, I'd eventually probably being the most notable example. But, of course, over the next few years, we'll see even more Marvel stuff appear yep. at Disney parks. So, uh, yeah, very sad, very sad news on that front. But we will now turn our attention to away from Marvel and to one of Disney's other massive franchises, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge, Josh. Yeah. This I guess, first of all, for yeah. people that don't know, of course. Uh, over the past week, yeah. it was uh, IAPA, I think is how you say it, which is the uh, where they show all the theme park uh, roller coaster creators show off all of their new roller coaster ideas okay. and ride ideas. But then there's also a D23 Destination D event, right? which is where all the Disney fans can go and they get Bob Chapek and. Uh, other Disney people in to announce stuff, including big Star Wars dumps. Bob Chapek being the Disney Parks chairman. Yes, he he runs all of the parks. Ah, and, and this um, yeah, I think he's also in charge of um like toys and stuff. Oh right. Yeah, as part of his overarching. Speaking of which, I I came we record as we record this. This is the day after Black Friday. Yep. Um, and of course, the way the modern world is, it just means it's like day twelve of what is about sixty days of Black Friday. Yeah, Black deals. Friday month. Yeah, basically. And I did come very close yesterday to spending way too much on a uh, interactive Chewbacca toy. Um, that, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's pretty cool, though. I mean, I'll have to show you later. But if anyone's interested, just Google "fur real Chewbacca," oh. and uh, it's. My excuse if I bought it and it turned up at my house and people were like, what have you done, would be, it's for the cat. Uh, uh-huh. Because when you sort of move around it, it goes, you know, and stuff. And I thought, cat might get lonely when we're all out. Here's a friend. 
but deep sure. down it would have just been for me. But yeah. I, I resisted, I'm proud to say. Nice. This IAPA event you mentioned, though, um, worth maybe quickly noting as well that there was some neat stuff shown that people have speculated might be for the Mario Kart ride. Is that right? Yes. At Universal yeah. Studios. So um, we're not going to talk about that. that. That's maybe a topic for another day. But uh, yeah, that's also worth having a look up if you're interested. But we'll we'll focus on Star Wars, I Absolutely. guess. So uh, w- what, what did they show, Josh? Showed a couple of things. A couple of videos came out of it. Everyone already knew some of the stuff that was coming. Uh, we had the Millennium Falcon ride. Yeah. That was coming. Uh, you got the Disney Hotel coming. The Star Wars Hotel. And so we now have a name, official name for Millennium Falcon ride. Is it called Solo, a Star Wars story? Solo, a Star Wars ride. Ah, nice. No. Oh. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Ah, which I believe is my my Star Wars knowledge is a bit lax, lacking. I yeah, I find your lack of Star Wars knowledge disturbing. Personally. Yes, uh, but Smuggler's Run is a thing in the Star Wars universe, I believe. Right, is a, a you know it's a route that smugglers do run down. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So the way they're pitching this, and the way the video certainly makes it seem like, is that riders will be able to sort of take on roles on the ship. Yep. Almost like a mission space type experience. Yes. So flicking knobs and turning buttons, and I've mm. got those things the wrong way around. Yeah. You turn knobs and push buttons and yep. flick switches. Flick switches. Um, sounds like you could do a bit of all of that on Smuggler's Run. It looks pretty satisfying. And hopefully, you know, push that lever yeah. that sends you into hyperspace. Most importantly, um, maybe you'll have people in es- in the pods doing the the shooting. Oh. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, I want to do that. There's lots of potential. I mean, how I feel like ever since this whole project was announced, they've really been pushing this whole interactivity side of it, and you'll feel like you're living your own personal Star Wars story. Like cast members will react to you differently based on how you perform on the rides and stuff like that. So it does feel like they're really going to push this. This is actually you. Yeah, you know, doing this stuff. You're not just a like a spectator, like you are in Star Tours. You're actually an active participant in yes this experience. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know if you know, but they've got a Play Disney app out, right. which is um, so you've, as you go around the park, you're on different queues and you can play different games on your phone to pass the time. Pass the time that are based on the ride. So I just want to stop people playing Pokemon Go. Basically, yeah. Right. And so the Star Wars stuff is going to be integrated into that as well. Okay. So depending on your performance in the on the ride, mm. uh, will change how the app in the Star Wars area works for you. Oh, okay. And then yeah. how will the cast members know who you are? I guess from your your magic band. Right. I guess. Interesting. Because uh, I don't know if you know about the magic band. There's a two different. Um, not everyone has a magic band. Technologies. Eh? No, but the uh, cards work the same way. I think. Oh, okay. Your t- your card ticket. So what, you yeah. have to like scan the card. Uh, well, there's cast? like a long range one. Um, oh, that's creepy. There's two. So different... cast members could sort of know exactly who's walking by at all times. Presumably, yes. if you sort of, you're gonna have to opt into this. I would assume. Oh, you automatically opt in by going to the park. Uh, oh no. Yeah. See, that's just creepy. Like, yeah. You weren't aware that this was a thing, and the cast member was just like, "Stop there, rebel scum." We've it's... noticed that you've been, you know, flying with Chewbacca in the Millennium Falcon. I've got some questions. Yeah. These aren't the tourists you're looking for. 
move along. I think so. The, the original idea for this technology was that you go on a ride, and obviously mm. the picture gets taken of you. Yeah. Um, and then you have to you go look at the screen to look at your picture, but with the app, you can it will just know that you're you're in that car mm. and automatically send the picture to your phone, so you can look at the picture on your phone rather than on a big screen. Huh. Um, so it's a an evolution of that technology. Yeah. What are you hoping for personally from Smuggler's Run? Are you are you seeing it as a sort of mission space type? Yeah, I mean, simulator like a more sort of a, a far more advanced form of motion simulator. I really enjoy Mission Space. It's one of my favourite rides. Mm-hmm. Certainly, at Epcot. It's probably my favourite at Epcot these days. Yeah. And for a you know a highly themed version of that, well, not that Mission Space isn't highly themed because it is. Sure. But to be you know in a story. Yeah would be super cool you know there's going to be a big actual physical millennium falcon that you walk into yeah in the queue area yeah so you're going to be fully immersed it's going to be i think it's going to be pretty sweet i'm very hyped yeah i'm very very hyped indeed it does sound like it's going to be a star wars fans wet dream i've got to put it out there (laughs) it's surprisingly like massive as well the land like you don't yeah fully realize until you see it in with people standing next to it how huge is yeah so one of the videos they put out was sort of a flyover wasn't it of the land yes. under construction some of the video was definitely florida because we recognized uh, some of the roads <laughs> going by presumably some of the video was also california but it was, it was hard to tell yeah for what it's worth california galaxy's edge is opening in the summer of 2019 so yep. presumably there would be more for them to show at this point yeah much further along construction uh, and it's not coming to Florida until the fall. But another big feature of that video was the unveiling, I suppose, of the soundtrack for the land, which is being composed by none other than John Williams. It sounds so good. It does sound good. We're going to listen to it right now as live. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think what I love about it is that it is definitely Star Wars, but it's got that call to adventure vibe. Yeah. You know, from Port of Entry. Uh, yeah. Adventure, it, where it's, you... they, both Universal and Disney do a very good job of getting that music right that pulls you into yeah. a land. Yeah. Yeah, and this is like... This is this does that. This definitely has that quality while still being recognisably Star Wars. So uh, yeah, that's that's very cool. I'm, I'm, that gets you very excited to to see more of the the park to eventually go. And I'm sure it'll get you hyped once you're there and you hear that. Too. Yes. To get on in there, uh, especially when you're queuing to get in for six hours or whatever, <laughs> and you eventually like, I'm sacking this off. I'm just going to go on Tower of Terror. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to queue to get into the land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be crazy. I mean, I was bemoaning earlier the fact before we started recording that I wouldn't mind. 2019 trip to Disneyland is going to come quite far in advance of Galaxy's Edge, so I will miss it. But in yeah, it might not be the worst thing in the world. I don't know if you necessarily yeah. want to turn up within the weeks of opening and be like, can't get in. No, I think my trip to Disney world might coincide with when Disneyland Star Wars opens. Oh, okay. So, I might get lucky and there might be lesser crowds at Disney World because they're over at... The Maybe. fans will be over at Disneyland. Yeah, the hardcore fans may well have sort of 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. And then the other thing that came out of this big info dump was the other ride, which is more of a more of a first order themed ride. Uh, what's the name of this one again? This uh, Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. So this one takes place. Is it on a on like a star destroyer or sort of around a star destroyer? It looks like it's going to be themed around. I mean, the ride video makes it look like it's going to be based on the star destroyer. It does. Presumably, you're not going to be a a first order agent in this ride, are you? I mean, maybe you'll be sort of an undercover rebel or a rebel who's been captured or something like that. Or will they just be like, no, actually, we're going to well, freedom a, of speech. There's a lot of people that really there are very fine people on both sides. Like gonna... the stormtrooper vibe. Yeah. You know, people get go absolutely mental for Captain Phasma when she does her walks. True. <laughs> her walks. Her walks. She goes for a you know casual stroll Ca- through the park. Stroll through the theme park, gets more screen time than she has in the actual movies. Yeah. Really weird character in the films. I don't understand. No, but... I don't get it either. Like on paper, you said big imposing stormtrooper played by Brienne of Tarth. You'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then she's in it for about five minutes yeah. and gets hilariously. Disposed of in on both occasions. Yeah. So yeah, a bit odd, really. But um, what are you expecting from this ride? I think Disney have described it as the most most immersive ride they've ever built, or something like that. Which <laughs> is a bit of a strange thing to say, I suppose, about a ride that is coming alongside another Star Wars ride. It almost reads like an indirect put down of the other one. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're building two amazing rides, but this one is the most immersive. It's, I mean, it's just sort of marketing lingo, isn't it? That's just kind of your go-to yeah. um, when you're talking about a theme park ride, I guess. So it'll be interesting because obviously, so this is, uh, you're part of the Resistance. You are part of the Resistance. And you are captured and taken prisoner on a Star Destroyer. Oh, that's confirmed. Yes. Ah. And then you'll fight the First Order to escape. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if you're like, as a person on a mm. ride, super interesting. I believe this is where the... Um, is it then then like the the new eighty eighties are? Um, there's oh. like physical ones of them built that you go through. Huh. It looks really cool. It does. It does. In a, in a strange way, I guess one assumes these rides are going to be very screen heavy. Yes, I'd imagine. And, so this one, I believe, from what how I'm figuring it out, uh, this is unconfirmed that this will be a trackless sort of ratatouille style ride huh. as far as i can tell from you're gonna be on one of those little droids that scurry around the yeah ship so i can get scared and... something like that huh. i would imagine based on the sort of layout of the area and um you supposedly trying to help fight the order to escape that is unconfirmed i haven't even seen any rumors about that mm. so it's just pure speculation pure speculation what i was going to say on the screen's point is a lot of people these days when it comes to theme parks are very dismissive of screens yeah they say stuff like oh everything's just screens now it limits the immersion it feels almost a bit lazy but it it feels to me like the purists who want props and sets and really great theming are gonna get that from the queue areas like these queue areas seem like it's gonna feel like the first time you queued through hogwarts yeah, well, I the don't... first time I ever went on the Forbidden Journey, it was a two-hour queue, and I honestly didn't really mind because it just felt like, especially once you got into the castle, every nook and cranny of it was covered in stuff that, as someone who likes Harry Potter, was just almost overwhelmed by the level of detail. And if it if it's to that standard, but it's on the Falcon, 
but I, I think there's very much there's a difference between uh, the level of screens. So you got your Spider-Man, you got your uh, Forbidden Journey, which is screen heavy. Yeah. But there's a lot of physical props in there as well. Sure. Like you know, you got your Dementors in your Forbidden Journey. That's sort of thing. Whomping Willow. Whomping Willow. But then Dragon. you go to Gringotts. Yeah. Less physical props. Yeah. Much larger screens mm. and more pretty obviously screens. King Kong as well. You haven't uh, done that one yet. I haven't have done the new King Kong yet. King um, Kong's. A, a I think the, one. the the screens. You know, you you want some physical props mixed in there as well, yeah. Which I think is what you're going to get here with this new uh, Rise of the Resistance ride, right? But they again, you don't get at Gringotts, but you do get at Forbidden Journey. That'll be interesting. And these are the only two rides. These are the two big rides. Also, oh, there might be because the thing I was going to say was it would be quite bold, I suppose, if this incredible new Star Wars land had only two rides and both were of an intensity that meant. St- you know, smaller kids couldn't get on them. I believe there's going to be a... Um, so is there going to be... Dumbo a... slash Magic Carpet style ride. Okay, that makes sense. Because I don't believe there is one with of them... With X-Wings. I don't think there's one of them at Hollywood Studios. If there is, it will be in that new Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land has got the, like, the weird teacup style ride. Oh, okay. There's only two rides at Toy Story Land. Oh, right. There's the Toy Cup style spinners. And, and then, Slinky. And Slinky. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, no, I guess there is no Dumbo. So if there's a Dumbo, Star Wars Dumbo, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Star Tours will be there. Yep, Star Tours will be there, obviously, a uh, different location. Which is very odd to me, that, um, I must say. It's just how it ha- how it's happened. Mm. And there were talks of them ripping out Muppets and that lot, and people kicked up a fuss. Well, I love the Muppets, I really do, but I feel almost now that I'm aware of the fact that Star Tours is detached... If if getting rid of the Muppets meant expanding the Star Wars land so that it connects, I think they should do it. There, I think the, it's just going to be strange otherwise. There was a rumour uh, back when where Muppets was going to be gone, but then obviously the Great Movie Ride was going and they were going to replace the Great Movie Ride with the Great Muppet Movie Ride. Okay. So the Movie Ride, but then it was going to get like a Muppet overlay. Okay. Which I thought would have been quite cool. That would have been cool. You could imagine sort of almost just keeping it almost exactly the same, just replacing the live actor who drives the car with the two old blokes yeah. from the Muppets. And then you could have like Indiana Kermit or something like that. Like replace some of the characters in the films. Yeah. But with Muppet characters. And the alien bits, Sigourney Weaver just cowering in fear from a gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> Much like obviously in like Treasure Island or yeah yeah, oh yeah of course or the Christmas, uh, Christmas Carol. Carol Christmas Carol that's the best part of Christmas it is it's coming up soon I cannot wait Michael Caine and Kermit best on screen duo fight me I'm correct I'm right I, I'm not going to fight you it doesn't get any better no. no I wouldn't would you rather fight 100 Tom sized ducks or no. one 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 Tom sized duck or 100 duck sized Toms <laughs> yeah. is that what you're trying to go for Maybe, <laughs> sure. I mean, the gag is that I'm small. Yeah. Anyway, moving um, on. <laughs> I would rather take on a normal size you than a normal size duck, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Ducks can be vicious. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, capable of such. The rest of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. What are we expecting? What What do you want to see from it? I guess they haven't really said a lot, but you would expect the cantina. Yes. Or, or a cantina. I don't think. I mean, it's not going to be just the you know the iconic. The New Hope Cantina. But there, there will, is will be a cantina. There is 100% a cantina. With music and yep. people playing weird games. I've heard there might be a Club 33 cantina as well. 
What is that? So Club 33 is an exclusive club that you have to pay thousands to get into. What, of credits? Of credits, yeah. Uh, no, of actual uh, real Wait, hard uh, oh, US Club currency. Club 33 is a, is a real thing? Yes. Oh. Club 33, uh, so Club 33, they have... It sounded like a Star Wars thing. No. Bars in... Uh, so there's one in wasn't uh, Disneyland... Uh, there's a couple. There's one in Magic Kingdom, I believe. There's a uh, new one opening up uh, by the Jungle Cruise. Okay. And there's going to be one in Star Wars Land, as far as I'm aware. And it's like this super exclusive, really expensive club that you have to pay for, and there's a massive waiting list. Um, so I've heard there's going to be, uh, yeah, like a cantina style one of them, because I believe they're putting, they're trying to put one of them in every single park. But it's like, yeah, it's like there's no cameras allowed. You've got to be able to. What their butterbeer equivalent could be the blue milk. I have heard this. Yeah, I've heard that that is one of the things they're looking to do. You have to squeeze it out of a weird alien tits like mm. Luke Skywalker does in that iconic scene. Mm. Um, but lots going on. I'm very excited. I'm, you know, it's it's felt a little bit far off, you know, a little far, far away. But seeing these videos, seeing more details emerge... Uh, seeing how far along the construction yeah. seems to be, and I can't recommend enough going to watch the uh, John Williams uh, soundtrack video, which has some really cool shots of the land being built because the scale of it is, um, you know, obviously they've they've filmed it all to really get across a sense of scale, but it does work. Yeah, I can't and deny there looking are... at it, it makes me think, wow, I can't wait to let alone do the rides, just walk around or the, shuffle around slowly. And there are people ne- next people. to like prop ships and you're like, Jesus, that thing is massive. It is. It's yeah. huge. I mean, you, if people told me, oh yeah, that's the episode nine set, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You could film episode nine there. That looks amazing. I mean, the episode nine set's probably not even as good as that. It probably isn't because it's got to be built in a way that allows them to just take it all down straight yeah. away and, you know, green screen, green screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it looks very, very impressive. I, I feel like this was all announced a long time ago. Well, I think it, it feels like it was. But it's, uh, it's it's good to see that it's you know finally coming through and we're almost there. We are not far away at all. What probably about seven months or so until it opens in California, and then you know, ten, yep. ten, eleven until Florida. So. I reckon. I reckon end of November for Florida. Right. Well, yeah, I'm very hyped. Before we move on, um, I guess we could quickly touch on some of the other Disney-related announcements that came out of this event. Galaxy's Edge very much hogged the limelight, but... Oh, actually, before we move off Star Wars... Hold the up. Ho- the hotel. The hotel. Back it up. Back it up. Have you seen this? The hotel looks real so I, cool. I've, I've, not, I've heard about the hotel conceptually a while ago, so I don't know, Josh, if you want to remind people of what the concept of this Disney hotel is and then we can talk a little bit about the new information. Absolutely. So, basically it's going to be a Disney uh, hotel, obviously, that is part kind of connected to Hollywood Studios and it's going to be completely Star Wars themed. There's going to be no actual windows to the outside world in this park. In, in this uh, hotel, sorry. Probably for the best. The windows are going to look out onto a massive screen where there is stuff that's going to be going on. So it looks like you're looking out into space. It's oh, like oh. 2001. Yes. You see a giant fetus <laughs> floating through space. And be like, what is going on here? What was that massive chocolate bar floating through the sky? 
So I guess I mean I've I've done a I really like architecture, so I've kind of done a deep dive into looking at this stuff. So when you first get to the part uh, the hotel, yeah, you actually have to go through security. Okay. Like you're going into the park. Okay. Because will they be dressed as stormtroopers? Yeah. So it's going to be it's really cool. So you go in. Uh, oh, will they actually? I don't know if they'll be dressed as stormtroopers all the time. But they'll be dressed up as Star Wars people. Yes. Oh wow. Uh, and then you get into a uh, space lift, space elevator. Okay. That takes you up to the hotel. Right. Up to the hotel, and it's and at that point it's like you're on you're not on the planet anymore. You're not on Earth. You're mm. in a space station, which is the hotel. Right. And you go through reception, and then you got obviously there's like a cantina in there as well mm-hmm. like a bar area mm-hmm. got your events areas in there you got all of your obviously hotel rooms gym I don't know if there's a gym I'd imagine there's a gym though there's always going to be a gym of course if you go on to meditation room there's got to be a meditation room at a Star Wars hotel has to just be just a little Yoda at the front yeah. telling you to you know, feel the force blowing through you and just people just chucking rocks around <laughs> if, uh, if you need to get Go to one of the other parks, not Hollywood Studios. Right. You then there's like another smaller lift that that takes you back down to Earth. But no, sorry, that's a lie. So you go into uh, an area and then you go through a, a airlock onto custom built buses. Wow. That like connect up to the building through this airlock, which also doesn't have real windows, has TV screens. Like the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, but they're buses to the other parks. So does there come a point where the windows, the fake windows, transition into real windows? So once you reach the park, you're... I imagine they don't transition into real windows, but I imagine they transition into... Florida, real Florida. Yeah, like you're landing back on Earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, this is intense. Yeah. Um, How much is this going to (laughs) be? Oh, it's going to be... I reckon it's going to be absolutely ridiculous prices, and the waiting list is going to be massive. It's the type of thing, I guess, where you would... You would go for a night as part of a longer stay in Florida where you're in a house or whatever. Yeah, or just somewhere go, else on property. Yeah, you would not base your holiday out of this out of this hotel. No way. You wouldn't have any money left. No. The waiting list is going to be massive. Yeah. Um, it's not even going to be finished for when the park is, or when the part of the park is done, the land is done. But the good thing is, because you've already gone through uh, park security when you entered the hotel... Mm. Uh, you don't have to go to through park security to get into the land. Right. So there's going to be a, uh, I imagine, a similar style to the exit into the park where you have to go through like a um, shuttle down to Earth or down to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh. And uh, uh, it's going to be the most ridiculous hotel ever, I think. I'm going to be looking at all the YouTube videos so longingly. Like, oh, man. Why can't I have money? We'll have to do it at some point. Like, it's a given. Well, yeah. I'll just have to sort of suck it up, I guess. Yeah. yeah there's 10 grand is going on this. Or however and, and we're I... staying there one night. <laughs> one night. One night only. I reckon you're talking thousands per night. Yeah, probably. Per and you're person. also looking at sort of, as you say, very long waits of years and years and years. Yeah. But I have heard like the kids get like robes and stuff. Um, I mean, here's, where's the pictures? Here's the pictures. You know, there's like proper bunks for the yeah. kids. Yeah. Like you're in a, a bay. Base Davy Crockett's Ranch. Basically, yeah. So, yeah. 
doesn't sound like I love that, that one of the rooms. one of the comments on this is theme park insider that we're looking at right now yeah and one of the comments is not to worry there's a credit card or equity loan slash line of credit for that <laughs> which sums up how you're gonna have to pay for this thing yeah I'll give you six thousand dollars now <laughs> and twelve thousand when I reach galaxy's edge oh man um yeah intense but as I uh, did say, there were some non-Star Wars announcements coming out of this thing, which we will briefly touch on before we uh, before we depart here. So, yeah, do you want to talk about the Skyliner? Yeah, the Disney Skyliner. Yeah. Um, so they've officially shown off the uh, Skyliner gondolas. Yeah. Uh, the Skyliner, if you don't know, is like a cable car system that goes from Epcot all the way down to the Pop Resorts. Uh, and also links Hollywood Studios in as well. Mm-hmm. And these are kind of cool uh, red uh, gondolas, and they've got like Mickey or Goofy or various Disney characters on the side. Mm-hmm. They look pretty good. They're going to be passively cooled, so there's going to be vents that allow wind in or air in, so it cools you down. Yeah. I, I, it's another way of getting people off of the buses because the buses are, you know, uh, quite expensive to run, actually. Yeah. And obviously they're not good for the environment and everyone's trying to clamp down on that sort of thing. Yeah. So, and there's a lot more throughput with the gondola system than there is with buses. So it'll be quicker to get from like the pop century to Epcot via the gondolas, even though it's a weird roundabout route than to get on a bus. And just running through some news in briefs, uh, they confirmed that the name of the upcoming Ratatouille ride at Epcot, which is going to be basically a a do-over of the Disneyland Paris ride. It's going to be called Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yeah. Which I think is the same as it is in France, but there's like a le in there somewhere. The the French version is definitely in French. Yeah. There's going to be a Beauty and the Beast sing-along show. Uh, There's going to be a new film for the China Pavilion. Uh, This is all Epcot news Uh, here. uh, New Illuminations. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster. Coming in 2021. Did we know about that date? Yeah, I don't think it had been officially announced. Right. And then finally, returning to Hollywood Studios. Yep. The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, they said, is about a year away. So this is the replacement for the Great Movie Ride. Yeah. And I'm still gutted about the Great Movie Ride. It's kind of always what I thought of when I thought of MGM, that and Tower of Terror. But... If they're going to replace such an iconic ride with anything, it probably is fitting that it is the mouse that started it all, George. Absolutely. Well, uh, actually, no. The rabbit started it all. Well, yeah. But, obviously, this Runaway Railway is based on the new Mickey Mouse cartoon that is out, or has been out recently. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it's got, swell. It's got a new art style. It's what you're generally used to. It's uh-huh. not CGI. Uh, well, it's probably CGI, but it doesn't look CGI. Uh-huh. It looks kind of cool. I haven't watched any of it, but I like the art style personally. Oh, boy. Um, there's oh. also going to be a new uh, animation uh, nighttime show what called The Wonderful World of Animation that will oh. premiere on the Chinese theatre next May, or so 2019 May, oh, which is when I'll be there. That's real soon. So I'll be there for like the premiere of it, have pre- fun. potentially. Have fun. Thanks. Oh, it's the 30th anniversary of Hollywood Studios, which is my favourite park. How fitting. Oh, boy. Most of it will be a dick site. Yeah. <laughs> When you're there. Uh, there's obviously the new hotel coming to where River Country was. Right. Uh, which is called Reflections. Okay. That uh, sounds like something out of Avatar. Yeah. But it's all meant to be like, oh, you're part of the 
nature. So you're reflecting on nature rather than Avatar specifically. Whatever, mate. Just show me the Star Wars. <laughs> I think that's really it, Tom. That is, there's a lot coming. There, there is. There is a hell of a lot. I mean, Mainly Star Wars. This is just Disney as well. Yeah. I mean, Universal have, I think it's fair to say, been busier of late. But they also have a lot coming. So it's a very busy period coming up for Florida in yes. terms of its theme parks. So lots to look forward to. But that's going to do it for episode four of the Park Rush podcast. Yep. Bit more of a casual discussion, really, but there was so much to get through Star Wars wise that we haven't had time to do a second part of the show. But thanks very much for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you would like to. We are at Park Rush Podcast on each of those platforms. We're on SoundCloud, which you may well be listening to us on anyway, but if you're not, that's Park Rush on there. And if you would like to find us on a different podcasting service, you probably can. As far as we're aware, yep. we're, we're around on pretty much all the major apps, specifically Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. Yep. But loads of third-party stuff on you know Google Play and whatever. If you uh, want to leave any feedback, comment anywhere you can. Please do. Uh, we also have an email address now. Oh, okay. Uh, podcast at parkrush.com. Email address. We really are living in the future. I know. Uh, yeah. So if you want to send feedback or questions. Next week, we're going to have a postal address. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then a fax number a week <laughs> later after that. And then fax is the future. I've ordered some carrier pigeons off Amazon <laughs> for Black Friday. People still like emailing. That's all I've got to say. Well, we would love to receive some. Yeah. That aren't. Hey, you're nearly out of your minutes allowance this month on SoundCloud. Do you want to upgrade? Yeah. No, mate. We'll no. just record shorter episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like today. Yeah. Quick, cut it. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.